What's up, Happy Lifer? Happy 4th of July. Happy Freedom Day. And since Happy Life Studios is the official podcast of the holidays, at least according to us, you know we have to do a podcast on the 4th of July. Now, if you're from another country, that's probably the safest place to be today because we here in America, we like to celebrate our independence. We like to celebrate our freedom by doing two things, drinking alcohol and lighting things on fire. (laughs) Yeah, projectile things, little tiny bomb things (laughs) on fire. So just remember, let me just put this out there. If you're going to drink alcohol and light fireworks this holiday, make sure that somebody films it. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Life? We're so glad that you joined us today celebrating our Freedom Day. And if you're not American or you're from America, we're still going to say some things in here that I think are going to apply to anybody, honestly. And so stick around and and listen. If, uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. At least that's my hope. I hope I can get across what I have in my brain and in my heart that I've been thinking about for a long time. For weeks, I've been thinking about this. And what I was going to share. And it's funny, I've been wanting to share this, but I wasn't sure how to share it. And then I was trying to come up with something. I knew that the 4th of July was going to be on Monday, our normal day when we put out our podcast. And so I've been thinking about a 4th of July episode. And I wasn't sure what I, you know, I've I've been thinking about this one topic that I want to talk about today for a long time. 4th of July was coming up. I wasn't sure what I was going to say on 4th of July. And then I came across Jessica Armstrong. I met her on the Wisdom app. It's a great little app. We do a lot of talks on there. But she was having a talk, and she said something that just, it tied both things together. It tied the 4th of July right in with the thought that I've been having going on for the longest time. Before we get to that, let's go back a couple thousand years. I know that 4th of July was, wasn't was a few thousand years ago. It was a couple hundred years ago, but... I want to go back a couple thousand years to a man called Alexander. He was known as Alexander the Great because he was probably one of history's greatest military minds and established, at that point, probably the largest empire the ancient world had ever seen. And there was a story of him that he came across a soldier. Now, I don't know if it's folklore. Um, I don't know because there's several different different versions of this story. One is that there's a a boy who was caught stealing a horse and brought before Alexander the Great. And uh, he basically pulled him off the horse and threw him on the ground and said this line to him. There's another story where 
Alexander was on one of his military conquests and he couldn't sleep. So he was walking through the camp for all the soldiers at night and he found the guard that was on watch had fallen asleep. I mean, the penalty to falling asleep on watch when you're trying to watch to protect all the troops, right, was it could be as much as death. Oftentimes they would pour kerosene on that soldier while he was sleeping and then light them on fire. And uh, other ones say that the soldier was acting up. Needless to say, they all have kind of the same thing in common. And whether it's folklore or real, I don't know. But I know that it's powerful nonetheless. And it still packs truth and still packs a punch. Still packs some wisdom in it. Alexander looked at that young soldier, whether it was the one that he pulled off the horse or it was the one that was falling asleep or who was acting up. or Some even say he was running from battle. But Alexander asked that young man, what's your name, son? And the young man said, Alexander. Some stories say he asked him three times. The third time, much stronger, more vehement, and said, what is your name, son? And the young man kept repeating, Alexander. Alexander looked at him and he said, change your name or change your character. And some stories say that when he looked at that young man that said his name was Alexander, he said, either change your name or live up to your name. So what has that got to do with the 4th of July? Well, we're celebrating the freedom of America, but not just America, but the United States of America. Our name is the United States of America. It's in our name. We're supposed to be united. But lately, there has been... I don't know, I would call it darkness out there that's trying to separate our country into two factions. That's what darkness does. Darkness separates, light brings together. Light is about love, darkness is about hate. Darkness is about separating us. Think about it. If you're in a dark room, you feel like you're all alone. When you're in darkness, you feel like you're all alone because you can't see anybody else. But if you turn the light on, even if you just light a candle... You might notice that there's all sorts of people around that also are feeling alone. But when the light comes on, we realize that we are not alone. But that's what darkness does. Darkness tries to separate. It tries to separate by getting our feelings hurt, by unforgiveness, by anger, by anxiety, by fear, by worry. All sorts of ways, that's what darkness does. It tries to separate us and make us feel alone. Because I've watched enough Sylvester Stallone Rambo movies to know where one guy is against the whole army of guys, right? Or Chuck Norris or the movies when it's just one vigilante against a whole bunch of people out out after him. What do they do? He takes them out one at a time. He doesn't one person take on the whole army. He finds one person when they're by themselves. And that's what darkness likes to do. Once it separates us, see, there's power in numbers. There's power in tribe. When we are together, when we are united, how does that saying go? United we what? Stand. And divided, we fall. United we stand, divided we fall. And so if darkness can get us to separate from the pack and become alone, then it's powerful enough to overtake us. And I say that we're the United States of America. We either change our name or we need to live up to our name. I talked with a happy lifer today and I was explaining to him kind of the thought that I had and, and he had actually told me, he says, I don't think that's possible. 
He said, I think, I think our country is getting to the point where it's, it's beyond. We're, we're going to separate and we're, you know, and I said, you know what? It, it, I, all I know what I can do is I can at least talk and, and share what I have on my heart. I believe that words can change things. I believe that mentality, people change things. Light changes darkness. And it reminded me of the story of, and I'm probably going to butcher it. It's a long time ago that I heard it, but the ocean had brought all these starfish on the shore and then receded, and the starfish were stuck on the beach, and they were going to die there because the ocean had receded. And, and, I mean, it was just, as far as you could see, there was beach just full of all these starfish. I mean, thousands and thousands of starfish. And there was this one kid out there that was taking the starfish one at a time and throwing them out in the water, throwing them out in the water. A man came up to him and said, son, why are you doing that? Look at all the starfish. There's no way that you can save all these starfish. And the young man picked up one more, and as he was throwing it into the ocean, he says, yeah, but I can save this one. And that's kind of the thought that I have. That's why I'm sharing what I'm trying to share. And I'm hoping I can get it across clearly enough. But we are United States of America. We either need to change our name or live up to our name. We need to change our name or change our character. And I can't, I'm not responsible for anybody else. I can't change anybody else, but I can change me. I heard a story last night of a record producer that was trying to help this band make a new record. They had already made one record, and now they're making a second one. They brought this guy in. The problem was, between the first EP and the second EP, the first album and the second album, they canceled their tour in the middle of the tour. They canceled it because there was a difference of opinion, and they were at odds with each other, but they still decided to record an album. So they're in there, and this producer is trying to get them. They won't talk with each other. They have to be in the same room to record it with each other, but they're trying to make an album when they're not getting along with each other at all. And the producer was talking about how difficult it was for him to try to put together this, this quality project, but it's, you could imagine how hard it would be for this producer who they, they hired to bring him and do this album for them to do the album when they were not getting along with each other. They canceled their tour. They weren't even talking to each other. The irony of it all is the name of the band, I'm not making this up, man, is The Civil Wars. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the band, The Civil Wars. So we start with Alexander the Great. Now we're going to talk about the Civil War. We're going to go back a couple hundred years to the Civil War. But if you think about it, the Civil War was also about setting a bunch of people free, right? But at that point, you had people or you had darkness, I should say, actually. And darkness uses people, it uses all sorts of things, right? But trying to separate this country into two different factions, the North and the South, the Confederates and the Union. And a lot of people lost their life. A lot of people lost life, period. Not just their biological life, but just their happy life because of that war that almost tore us apart. But I believe made us stronger in the long run because that's what happens when you go to the gym. When you lift weights, you're actually tearing your muscles. Your muscles are being torn apart. But when they heal back, they heal back stronger, and that's where the muscles come from. And I believe that America is a stronger country I know there's, there's people out there that, that talk about how America is so bad, and, and I, I don't doubt that anything that's good, there's bad to it. For everything bad, there's something good. And for everything good, there's something bad. That's the light and the dark. That's the synergy. That's the yin and the yang. That's the cold and the hot. It's just the truth, and we get to decide where we're going to put our focus on.
But I believe those people are few and farther between than what is made to be known. I think that we look at, at the media and, and, and not just mainline media, but social media as well. But I believe the majority of America is not in that boat. The majority of the world is not in that boat. But I think sometimes we want to think that everybody feels that way. Like I said right now, there's almost like the Civil War almost to happen in the United States of America. On Freedom Day, we're talking about, you know, it, we've, got, we've got all sorts of topics. Right now, uh, the abortion topic, Roe v. Wade, is huge. The racism is being huge. The LGBTQIA, I hope I said it right there. And everyone has been coming out with this. We, we draw no line on the sand. People have drawn the line in the sand and say, here's what's right, here's what's wrong. It's black and white. But we never seem to spend time talking to the other side that we don't agree with. I want to say, first of all, that we don't have to have an opinion on everything. I don't have a strong opinion on everything. You know when I get my strong opinion? is when I talk to somebody that has that viewpoint. When they're in the mix and it's no longer just a bunch of words on paper or just a bunch of thoughts in the atmosphere, but it's a real person talking to me face to face and I get to hear their hurts, I get to look them in the eye, I get to see their joys, see their pain, I get to see their humanity, I get to feel their humanity. At that point, I start to come up with a little bit of uh, my viewpoints begin to develop at that point. But you don't have to have a strong opinion. You know, it's funny because we can get mad at the media for doing that, like, the media has, you know, when you watch the news, man, it's a half hour, an hour of just negative news, and they'll throw a good, a positive story at the end. You know what? They could flip that. They could have positive stories the whole time and throw a negative story at the end. They really could, because for every bad story out there, there's a good story out there, and maybe even more. But people don't, they're not going to show up to watch a barn being painted, but people will show up to watch it burn down. That's just kind of in human nature. And I think that media knows that. So they know to get the likes, to get the follows, for you to follow our station more than another station, we need to be extreme. We need to spread fear or anxiety or, man, my app the other day, we're supposed to have a heat wave in, in Seattle, which is funny because, like, you know, it was going to get to be like 85. And my, my phone app had a red triangle with exclamation point on it, like a warning, like, oh, no, heat is coming. I'm like... I knew it was going to turn 85, maybe even 90, but I didn't even think to panic about it until all of a sudden my phone told me, wait a minute, there's something. And so you open it up, make sure you stay cool. Make sure, you, yeah, really, you think? Make sure you stay hydrated, really? <laughs> you think we're not adults? We can't. But it's, what I'm saying is, is that no one pays attention unless there's that red triangle there with the exclamation point. That's what gets the likes. That's what gets the follows. And so we can get mad at, at the media, but then we tend to do it with our own media. Now we have social media and we have our own voice that we could put out there for the world to see. It's a literal world platform that we get to put our thoughts out. And people can, from around the world can come and look at them. And we end up doing the same thing. But if you think about it, I mean, I got a coach that helps me do some stuff on, on social media. It helps me do a lot of stuff on, on YouTube. And man, you wouldn't believe all the stuff that you have to do to try to get people to see your stuff. And YouTube likes it. Facebook likes it. All these social media platforms like it when you do a certain thing or do a certain way. And in some ways, you are rewarded for being more extreme in your views. Because they, they I don't know, I guess they just seem to like the drama of all that. But that's what darkness wants to do. Darkness wants to separate us, and it wants to take away our freedom. Light wants to bring us together, and light wants to expand our freedom. Because if I can be free but not get along with the people around me, then what is the point? 
which takes me to back a couple thousand years again. I want to read excerpts from a letter that was written by a man who showed up in a, a city, in a community where the people were not living free. They were living in, a, in, in bondage. They were living in, in fear and in anxiety because the leaders were being bullies over them. The leaders of the day were using politics. They were using religion. They were using several different things to try to control these people, and the people just were not free. This, this man shows up. This man was very intelligent. He showed up and saw this community, and he decided to stick around. This man traveled all over the region. But he decided to stick around in this community and teach these people, this group of people, anyone who wanted to be a part of it, he taught them how to live free again. And it worked. These guys started living free. They started being happy. That's a happy life. It's a free life, right? And they started becoming happy. They started becoming free. Well, he he finally moves on and goes to the next area of the region, right? And he finds out a while later that that old guard had snuck back into this community, that old guard that had taken away their freedom, that had taken away their happy, had snuck back in and started getting them to live back, teaching that, that new dog old tricks again, right, if that makes sense. They started teaching the old ways again, and these people had lost their, their freedom. They had lost their happy, and they started fighting against each other. They started discord with each other. They, they, they were no longer living in unity. They were no longer united. That's when this letter was written, and it was a long letter. I'm just going to read a dozen sentences here, but in those dozen sentences, pay attention to how many times the word free or freedom or freely is used. It's like 13 times in these 12 sentences, this person writes in there talking about freedom. Listen to what what he says. He says that God has set us free to live a free life. Whoa, did you catch that? God wants us to live a free life. God wants us to be happy. That's what he put in this letter. He goes on to say, So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. He showed up and set them free from that slavery of anxiety, tyranny, whatever. And now the old guard has come back in trying to put those shackles back on them. And he said, Don't let anyone do that to you again. God wants you to be free. Then he goes on to say, later in the letter, he says, It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. And then he says this, you never, in America, we say this a lot. Like, it's a free country. I can do whatever I want. Don't tell me what to do. It's a free country. That seems to come with, that's what I remember growing up anyway. You talk about a free country, more often than not, it was doubled back with, it was paired with, I can do what I want. It's a free country. Don't tell me what to do. I can do what I want. It's a free country. Listen to what he says here. God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. This is a couple thousand years ago this was written. He says, you have a free life, but don't use your freedom to destroy by doing whatever you want to do because that destroys your freedom. He goes on to say, rather... Use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. Wow. When we serve each other in love, if we we love being a part of a free country, if we want to be free, guess what? Freedom grows when we love each other. He goes on to say in the letter, For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. First of all, you need to love yourself. You're going to love others, right? And oftentimes people that are being mean to others, 
they're mean to themselves too. We tend to mirror how we feel about ourselves, but that's a whole other podcast or two right there. He goes on to say, when he says, love others as you love yourself, that's an act of true freedom. Loving others like we love ourselves, that's an act of true freedom, he says. Then he says, if you bite and ravage each other, watch out. In no time at all, you will be annihilating each other, and where will your precious freedom be then? Later on in the letter, he says, my counsel is this, live freely, animated and motivated by God's spirit, because God wants us to be free. So if we're motivated by his spirit, then we're going to be free. He goes on to say, then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. For there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with the free spirit. Just as the free spirit is incompatible with selfishness. It's talking about the two parts of us. We can either be selfish or we can be free. He goes on to say, check this out. These two ways of life are contrary to each other. So that you cannot live at times one way and at times another way according to how you feel on any given day. Why don't you choose to be led by the spirit. Wow. (laughs) That's why, because I'm a selfish person. That's why I can be mean and I can use my freedom to destroy other people's freedom and therefore in the process, destroy mine. You can either be selfish or you can be free. You can have a free spirit or you can have a selfish one. You know, there's a lot of talk going on about mental health these days and there should be. Listen, we can be a proponent of mental health and an opponent of mental health at the same time. We can be for mental health and against it at the same time. A proponent as well as an opponent of mental health. How? Just like this. We can get online and talk about mental health and talk about how we should accept each other and how we need to receive each other. And these people with, I remember when Simone Biles at the Olympics and, and there was a controversy there. Once again, darkness trying to separate us. Either Simone Biles is a weakling or Simone Biles is a hero, right? Simone Biles would probably tell you she's probably somewhere in the middle of all that, right? But when we come out and we get on our social media and we become extreme because we, we've got to have an opinion on this thing. We've got to back this side. Or we've got to back that side. And we come out and, and to get more likes and more followers and more people to view our stuff. We've got to go according to the rules that the, the social media platform has laid out for us. So then we come out and we start speaking harshly to people that don't accept mental health. <laughs> We're missing something here. We're yelling at the fruit of the tree. But don't yell at the fruit. Yell at the root. If the fruit is bad, it's because the root is bad. You don't go cutting off the bad apples and then taping good pears on there. It doesn't work that way. It's all in the root. You got to take care of the root. What I'm saying is there's something deeper to mental health. Mental health is important, but no one is talking about, I can't seem to find anyone talking about the way we post our stuff online is causing poor mental health. We could talk about mental health, but then when we start being rude to people, start being mean to people, we are putting them back in bondage. Don't allow people to do that to you. We have got to stop. We've got to start throwing those starfish back in the water again, one person at a time. Can America ever turn and change? I believe they can, but I don't know. All I know is I can use my influence. I can use my skill set. I can use my to love people instead of hurt people. If we're going to talk about mental health, let's get to the root of it and talk about the things that we put out there. 
to talk about mental health on one news show, on one news broadcast, and then start throwing out a bunch of stuff that causes anxiety. That does not make sense to me. That's hypocritical. It's hypocritical to cause anxiety and then talk about mental health because anxiety is what causes poor mental health. So if we're going to be for mental health, let's be for love. Let's be for a free spirit. Let's be for freedom. Because, and this is, you know, we're talking about 4th of July. And in the, in the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, we say one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Indivisible cannot be divided with liberty and justice for all. Nope. Here's my line. Everyone on this side of the line can't have liberty and justice. Well, then you don't understand the whole what America is about. And you don't understand what God's spirit, his spirit is about. It's about love. It's about peace. It's about understanding each other. It's about listening to each other. As long as we draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to budge, <laughs> nothing's ever going to change. And you can't really know what you really believe in until you talk with someone who disagrees with you. <laughs> And I don't understand where the problem is there. It's okay to disagree with each other. It's okay. We don't have to agree with each other. It's not the agreeable states of America. It's the United States of America. My friends, my family, people that I know, and even people that I don't know, we disagree on many things, but we're still family. We're still friends. And truth is, there's something I can learn from them that I wouldn't have learned before because I just, for us, from when I draw the line in the sand and say, this is the way it is, and you're wrong, Man, it just smells an awful lot like egotism to me. Like, my way is right, but your way is wrong. Think about that. I might be making a lot of people angry, but I want there to be freedom. And I just want to close with this. One nation under God, indivisible. To be honest with you, I get my feelings hurt. Yeah, I'm a feeler. I get my feelings hurt. And to just say, well, you just need to forgive that person. Well, yeah, I try. But like Nike, we've talked about this before, if, if just do it works, well, then we'd all be skinny. <laughs> you can't just say, well, just do it. You just need to forgive. You know, there's sometimes it's hard to forgive when you're hurt. It's hard to, to see the other side of things when we're so... The point I'm trying to get to here is that's where we need God's help. God wants us to be free. He doesn't want us to bite and ravage each other. He doesn't want us to bounce heads with each other. It's okay to disagree, but he doesn't want us to be angry. He doesn't want us to cause anxiety and, and grief and anger. Stop it. If you have a social media page, start sharing love and peace. You don't have to agree with someone to accept them. You don't have to accept all the opinions out there to, to be somebody's friend. You don't. I think the left and the right can live together. I think all races can live together, and I think we're better off when we do. But to do that, we got to stop biting and ravaging each other. Because if we do, watch out in no time at all, we'll be annihilating each other. And where will our precious freedom be then? By the way, many of you probably figured it out. That letter I was talking about was actually a book of the Bible. But it didn't start out as a book of the Bible. It started out as a letter from a man by the name of Paul who wrote a bunch of letters to a bunch of cities kind of about the same thing, trying to help people live a free, happy life. And we ended up making them books because they're long letters and there are the books in the Bible, right? But that letter was really written by a man by the name of Paul who showed up and said, God wants us to live a free life. I want to help you with that. Don't let somebody else come in and put a harness of slavery back on you. By the way, if you're looking for that in the Bible, that was the book of Galatians chapter five. Anyway, I hope that helped. Happy Freedom Day.
And like I said, if you're going to drink and light things on fire, make sure somebody is filming you. Because <laughs> you might make some money on that video someday or make somebody, somebody else laugh. Obviously, I don't want anyone to get hurt. But I do want us to celebrate our freedom, whether you live in America or not, whether you're an American or not American citizen. It doesn't matter. I want you to be free. God wants you to be free. We want our state to be united. Whatever that state is, may we be united. No matter what our viewpoint is, may we be united. Whether we agree with each other or not, let's be united and live freely with a free spirit. Because that's God's spirit. It's a free spirit, not a selfish one. Where we demand our own way. Where we want people to say that we're right, they're wrong. That's selfish and that's the opposite of freedom. If you want to be free, if you want to be happy, we have got to learn how to get rid of the selfishness and embrace the love, embrace the freedom. What could I say to my son and to my daughter if they came and asked me about these days? What kind of reason could I give for all the hate that's standing in the way? Wish I could tell them that nobody's going to judge them and every stranger on the block is going to love them. No bully in the world could ever hurt him, but I can't say that today. We could be the healing. When you're feeling all alone, we can be the reason to find the strength to carry on. In a world that's so divided, we shall overcome. We can be the healing. We can be the flower in the gun. We can be the healing. I hope that helped. Thank you so much for listening. Happy 4th of July. Happy Freedom Day. And remember, life isn't always perfect. But that doesn't mean you can't be free. See what I did there? <laughs>